Check your bias. This is the soapbox for election week 2020. Over the next many weeks, we're all going to have our political ideologies and biases challenged. Many of you already know, admit, and even embrace your preferences, which is, of course, absolutely fine, even though I personally think it's an incredibly toxic way to live. You do you, boo-boo. For those of us who claim to be middle of the road and not on one team or another, though, we will be tested also. One way to confirm first whether or not you are truly an independent thinker is to experience something similar to what I did on Saturday morning. While scrolling through the cesspool that is Twitter, I saw two memes back-to-back, one bashing Joe Biden, the other bashing Donald Trump, and I laughed uproariously at both. Can you? The first one, in the vein of these political advertisements that we're all sick of, that all end with, I'm Donald Trump and I approve this message, is a picture of Joe Biden. And it says, I'm Joe Biden and I forgot this message. The other one is a picture of Trump and it simply says, if Donald Trump is the answer, how stupid is the question? Now, if you found yourself, even for a second, arguing against either of those memes, you not only have a terrible sense of humor, but you also have a political bias. Well, now, wait a minute. I mean, that's not really nice to say about Trump. I mean, he's done some good things. Okay, so you're a Trumpster. Just friggin' admit it and join the team officially. God. I mean, that's really a good test. If you literally can't laugh at the state of this nation and the leaders we have to choose from because you are so leaning towards one of the candidates, you're gone, you're done. You are politically biased, admit it, join the team. Now, the rest of us, we also have some admissions to deal with, so let's get to it. The presidential election, especially in 2020, is very similar to the Super Bowl every year. Even if you aren't a fan of either team, you need to pick a winner. And you need to root for one of the participants. No one on earth is more annoying than that loser at your Super Bowl party who claims they don't care who wins, they just want a good game. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not really rooting for anybody. I just hope that no one gets hurt and it's an exciting game. Shut up, bitch! God. Despite what social media, your friends and family and seemingly everyone tells you, Rooting for Trump or Biden doesn't mean you have to put on the jersey and become a member of their team. It simply means that you have evaluated the binary choice that you have, and that's how elections work in America still, and you have discovered which of the candidates you believe will make your life uh, and or the nation better as a whole, which, by the way, those two things don't always work in tandem. So let's all admit our biases, whichever way they may lean. Either we're deranged and we literally define ourselves by aligning with a political party or candidate, or we're somewhat sane and well-grounded, and we simply feel that one party on the whole is better than the other right now. But we don't claim to be on that team. Either way, those are the choices. We have no time or place for political agnostics. Pick a goddamn hole. Is Trump simply too toxic and too unpresidential? Is he too much of a threat to the environment and LGBTQRUSTUVWXYZ rights? Is his handling of the coronavirus so unforgivable that he must be removed from office, even if it means a Biden and or Harris administration that will evaporate the Trump tax cuts, begin to move towards eliminating America's dominance vis-a-vis fossil fuels and potentially stack the Supreme Court? 
On the other hand, is Biden so far gone that he can't be trusted? Are you genuinely terrified that Kamala Harris will be placed as the president and execute the most radical far-left agenda possible? Are the questions about Biden's sons and brothers' business dealings enough to give President Orange four more years of appointing a record number of federal judges, building more of a wall, and potentially dismantling Obamacare? I mean, it really is that simple. You have to weigh what matters to you. Abortion and gun rights aren't on the ballot. The Supreme Court is solidly conservative now for a generation. That ship has sailed. Those battles have been fought and won or lost, depending on your point of view. What is on the ballot are things like the economy, military, environment, immigration, healthcare, and how the world views us. Depending on what you believe may happen in a second Trump administration or a new Biden administration, perhaps the very foundation of the nation is also on the ballot. Should Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico become states as the Democrats want? Should the Senate eliminate the filibuster, allowing the majority party to rule by fiat? What about DACA and the 15 million now adults who were brought here by their parents from foreign countries as children and have spent the last 20 or 30 years being Americans? Do they get that title and the rights that come with it? Or do we send them away for choices they had no part in when they were six or eight years old? Personally, I want low taxes, a strong military, fewer regulations on businesses, an open country not afraid of the virus, and support for our law enforcement. And those things scream, Trump! But I also want to know that Queenie and others in the LGBTQRSTUVWXYNZ community will be protected and advocated for and not discriminated against. I also want to be certain that social justice reforms within not just our police departments and the Justice Department, but all aspects of our society are championed. I support the legalization of marijuana, and I hate the constant intrusion of religion into our politics and policies. And all of those things scream, NOT TRUMP! In the end, we all must decide what matters the most to us as we determine who to root for. But most importantly, and sadly most unlikely, we all need to remember that we are Americans and that we do this democracy thing better than anyone else in the history of the world for one simple reason. When the other side wins, we accept and abide. At least we used to. I'm not suggesting we're all going to sing kumbaya the day the results are determined, but at the very least, we must strive to at least line up on the field after the game and walk the line, high-fiving the other side, saying, good game, good game, good game, your mom, good game, I hate you, your mom, you suck, good game, good game. Even if we don't really mean good game. I figured since we're all acting like children these days, maybe a lesson we were all taught when we were kids might prove instructive. Good luck, America! You're gonna need it.